Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to This Week in Marvel, episode number 371. I'm Ryan, a.k.a. Agent M. And I'm Jamie, a.k.a. Agent Bagel. What a dang week we've had. Oh, my God. Man alive. I don't... (laughs) So much going on. Trailers, game reveals. It's December, baby! And we're going to start it off with the big one. Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame is real, and it is wonderful, And we have the first trailer and the first poster for the film, which is coming in April 2019. I know you guys have been excited for it. You've been waiting for it. Well, check it out. You can watch the trailer on Marvel.com and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and probably on the moon and wherever else uh, you can see things. It is glorious. The poster is great. You can go to Marvel.com for some cool snippets of reactions and favorite moments and more amazing stuff. And of course, Stay tuned for so much more for Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame in the coming months. Okay, as if that weren't enough, on to things we're hyped about this week, comma, including news, so much more news. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it was just the beginning of this week when we got the new poster and the new trailer for Marvel Studios Captain Marvel. It's got squirrels. It's got Fury petting a cat. It's got flying around, it's got the Air Force, it's got Kree, it's got mysteries, and it's got Carol Danvers looking badass. (sighs) I'm so excited. Green blood. I mean, we already know it's going to be good if there's green blood. Sure. Yeah, Skrulls. Uh, And they do such a great job of making the Skrulls scary and cool and intense. And yeah, there's going to be so much more we're going to hear about and talk about with this film as we lead into March and the release of the movie. I'm so excited. I hope you all are on the hype train because we are rolling. Oh, I'm the engineer of the hype train for this one. We also had a giant video game reveal this week with Marvel. Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. It was revealed during the Game Awards, and uh, the title is coming exclusively to Nintendo Switch in 2019. The action RPG series returns for the first time in over 10 years. I can't believe it's been that long. You'll assemble your ultimate team of Marvel superheroes from a huge cast, including, yes, the Avengers, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy, and yes, the X-Men. Oh, man, y'all are going to be happy. I know. Uh, You team up with friends to prevent Thanos and his Black Order from kicking animals and doing other heinous acts. Uh, It's going to be great. You're going to be playing it with all your friends for so long. I got to play the game, uh, a very early version of the game, a little bit. And uh, super fun, super cool things I can't talk about yet because we haven't shown you everything. I remember playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 at the offices of Wizard where I worked there as like, After work, every day, people would either play Halo or Ultimate Alliance, and it was terrific. So I have a a deep affinity and love and excitement around this series. So MUA 3 is real. It's happening. It's the Black Order. You guys are going to be so excited for it. If you don't have a Switch already, now's the time. Get it. Get ready. Get acclimated. It's coming. It's the end of the year, end of 2018, and that means end of year lists are out, and Apple has named their best of 2018, and it includes... Marvel's Wolverine The Long Night among its best top podcasts. We've all listened to it. We love it. But it's a real innovation in comic storytelling. And there's going to be another one. Marvel.com has everything that's going to be coming out of this, including the comic adaptation, which first issue comes out January 2nd. Uh, I adore it. I'm going to re-listen to it because of the final episode. So Apple likes it. You should also like it. Yeah, you can listen to it now. The whole first season is available for free. And get ready for Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Trail. So much 
So cool. Yes. Apple also named their best movies for 2018, which included Marvel Studios' Black Panther. Heck yeah. Well-deserved. Also well-deserved is uh, our friend Mac in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. getting promoted to director. And we can see the first image of him from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, which comes back summer 2019. Check out Marvel.com for that image. He is the best. Best boss ever. One last piece of news on this amazing hype train of an episode. We've got Fantastic Four World's Greatest Week coming in January. Pulling from the press release here, quote, running from January 8th through the 16th, Fantastic Four World's Greatest Week will offer fans a sneak peek into what's next for Marvel's first family. With special episodes of shows like This Week in Marvel and Earth's Mightiest Show, exclusive video interviews, Fantastic Four trivia, curated reading lists, delicious themed recipes, and more. Marvel fans will also have a chance to order limited edition Fantastic Four apparel in January to celebrate their favorite characters. I pulled it directly from the press release because it's just like, there's things happening. It's very cool. Getting excited for the Fantastic Four, seeing them across the universe and people being excited about them again makes me really happy. And that was a great way to pull all the info. If you want more, go to marvel.com slash Fantastic Four Week. We've got a whole page there with all this information. You'll be able to see art and the videos and all the good stuff as we release them. From news, we're going over to the top books from this week's episode of Marvel's The Pullist. If you are not listening, I just am very upset with you. Oh, and what are you I, even doing? I would have words with thee. But you need to know that our picks this week were Immortal Hulk number 10, Immortal Hulk, The Best Defense number one, The Merry X-Men Holiday Special number one, and Venom number nine. Two of these issues made me cry. You'll have to listen to Marvel's oh. The Pullist to find out which one. Subscribe to Marvel's The Pullist wherever you get your podcasts and watch video versions on Marvel.com. Before we get into our big talk and, you know, thinking about Fantastic Four, I want to give a shout out and thanks to our advertiser, Marvel MasterCard, because we have all these Fantastic Four things going on, Fantastic Four merch, Fantastic Four comics. Did you know you could be earning cashback rewards for buying comic books? How? With the Marvel MasterCard. Learn how at marvelmastercard.com slash twim. You could earn 3% cashback rewards paid as a statement credit on comic books, movies, restaurants, and more with the Marvel MasterCard, and 1% cashback rewards paid as a statement credit on all other purchases. There's no limit on the cashback rewards you can earn. Nope. Enjoy special Marvel benefits like three months of a Marvel Unlimited subscription. And you can choose your superhero from one of six cool card designs like Iron Man, Black Panther, and Spider-Man, just to name a few. Visit marvelmastercard.com slash twim to learn more and apply today. marvelmastercard.com slash T-W-I-M. Indeed, Rooney. Now, speaking of comic books and awesome stuff, we got to talk about Miles Morales. We thought it would be fun to give a quick primer on Miles, some of his history, some of the bits and pieces of his life, some of the comics to read uh, because, of course, we have a new series coming out and... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse coming soon. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where to start. Some of us have had the chance to see Into the Spider-Verse, and I am very excited to talk about Miles Morales. This is a Miles Morales movie. It's going to have you amped, psyched, pumped, all the positive adjectives, verbs you can think of. It's insanely good, but I think what the best part is is that it's Miles. Yeah, totally, and I think, you know, uh, before we even really get into the movie, we should talk about the comics and his origins. Uh, you know, Miles 
was first established back in 2011. We had a comic called Ultimate Spider-Man that had been running for a long time, sort of a reimagining of the Marvel Universe. That was what the Ultimate Universe was. It was like, okay, what if all these characters really were established and created now as opposed to in the 60s or sort of aged up through time uh, as this alternate reality. And this all started in the early 2000s. Avengers were called the Ultimates. There was a version of Ultimate Spider-Man who, you know, Aunt May for him was more of like an active woman as opposed to like the the doting, always sick, very old aunt that we, we saw in the early regular Spider-Man years. And there are tons and tons of differences. One key thing to know, though, is that in this universe, Peter Parker died while saving Aunt May and Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane while battling the Green Goblin. He had been shot, and he just goes through this horrific battle with this longtime enemy, and it is brutal. Rereading it again as I was going through this, I was just like, man, he has this wonderful but devastating moment at the end where, he, like, the mask is off. He's just thankful that he saved Aunt May when he couldn't save Uncle Ben. It's really, it's really beautiful. But that was the end of Peter. And around that time, we find this young man named Miles Morales, who was bitten by a different but scientifically related spider. Uh, Miles was inspired by Peter and what he did. And, you know, in the wake of Peter's death, Miles getting these new powers, he tries to help. He does the right thing. And his first appearance was in a book called Ultimate Fallout, issue number four of that, which has a couple different stories in it. It's a really fun story by Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pakeli. And he's wearing this Halloween Spider-Man costume and he beats up the kangaroo, of all people, a very, very D-level villain, but... Uh, a good practice villain. Yeah, a great one to start out with. <laughs> good breaker, a good breaker into. Yeah. Uh, and it, like, this is right after the uh, Peter's death, and every the world knows they have these great moments, like classic Brian Michael Bendis, funny, dramatic stuff, where even the, the villain and the a victim are like, man, that's in poor taste, wearing that costume. It's really fun, <laughs> great story. And then, like, at the end, you don't know who this character is, and he pulls up the mask, and he's like, oh, what am I doing? And you see Miles Morales. You see this kid who is Latino, African-American, and it's like a whole new world. That would then lead us into his own series, and, and we learn more about him. But, you know, that was in the Ultimate Universe. Miles and the Peter Parker of our main Marvel Universe would later meet in a story called Spider-Men, which crossed the two universes over. Later, after our big event called Secret Wars, that saw all the universes destroyed and recreated. And the main Marvel Universe and the Ultimate Universe, they were sort of smushed together. Some things sort of came over from the Ultimate Universe, one of them being Miles Morales, and that's how we have him in our main universe. And it's sort of the way we folded it in has actually worked really, really well, considering he was like this alternate universe thing. So back in 2011, when Miles was introduced, I was working for the Mary Sue. And I remember when the story first came out about Miles and the conversation that the blogging world was having about representation and Miles' identity, it was like a whole new door was open in comics. And it was a really great thing. And I just remember him having a huge impact, even as someone who was only a casual fan of Marvel Comics. It was like, oh, this whole new ball game is happening. And it was even more fun that he wasn't like un supposed to be a new Peter Parker. He was 
his own person. He had his own story, his own tragedy, and yet he was Spider-Man. He wasn't another Spider-Man. He was just Spider-Man. Yeah, it, one of the things that we've always talked about at Marvel that Stan Lee has always talked about is that anyone could be Spider-Man. Anyone of us could get that bite, could get those powers, could make those choices, could learn those lessons, could be under that mask. And I think that's a it's a special thing. It's an important thing to keep in mind when you think about the heroes that matter to each of us. And you see a kid like Miles become Spider-Man. It's just this wonderful, wonderful story. Yeah, I think his origin story is so striking because, like, we've seen Peter Parker's story told o- over so many times, you know, it, because it's tragic and it resonates. But he's also gotten older. We've watched Peter Parker get older. He's gotten married. He's had children even. But we don't want to tell Peter Parker's story all over again. So being able to tell it with Miles, who has his own original story, and seeing a, fre- a really, like, truly fresh face – I don't know. It just makes Miles really special for me. I get very momplexy when it comes to Miles Morales. Like, I just, he's the first superhero I felt maternal towards. Mm. So, seeing this kid taking on these powers and this responsibility, not to be so spidey cliche about it, it's, it's special. It makes Miles, I can't say it, I, I say it over and over again, but Miles is really special. And, um, I think his innocence makes him so compelling. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of credit to Brian and, and Sarah and, and now Saladin, uh, the people who are charting these stories for for Miles. I think it's important to, to keep in mind that he is a kid and going through all this stuff and dealing with it. And I think Miles, he's not just a Peter Parker, you know, Spider-Man. He has powers that are different from Peter's. He, of course, has a spider sense, the proportionate strength and speed and agility, the ability to, you know, crawl walls and all that good stuff. But he also has a bioelectric venom blast that he can zap bad guys with from his fingers. And he can kind of do this sort of camouflage thing where he turns invisible, which is really, really neat. And I think the two very unique Miles powers are depicted so well in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's really, really fun really really cool oh and it's so fun to watch him figure out his powers it's almost in a meditative focused sense like just adapt himself adapt his brain and his soul to his new powers and his abilities like that no teenager should ever have to deal with no teenager should ever be given this kind of power yeah Luckily, uh, while Miles, you know, finds himself alone in some ways, he does have a great supporting cast. Uh, Miles, he's from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. He's, Miles' mom is named Rio and his dad is named Jefferson. In the original Ultimate Story, Miles' mom dies in uh, just horrible storyline. But I think, you know, as we've come back out of Secret Wars, we've seen some of the things have changed and that this happened across the Marvel universe This happened across the ultimate universe. And we now have Rio and Jefferson there and there's other elements to it. And I think it does help to differentiate him from Peter Parker in that story. He has an uncle named Aaron Davis uh, and Aaron in the original ultimate comics, he donned the identity and the tech of the Prowler. Prowler is a long time sort of anti-hero, Sometimes antagonist to Spider-Man in the universe that we're in now, Aaron has actually taken on some of the tech of the Iron Spider. He's become an enemy of Miles's. Some of the last stories that Brian, 
Michael Bendis was telling of Miles really focused on that relationship between Miles and Aaron as the hero and the villain. Great, great stuff. Uh, you can find that in the last issues of the Spider-Man series that came out this year. We also have, of course, Miles' best friend, Genki, who served as a heavy influence for the film version of Ned we saw in the live action film. There's also his friend Judge in the comics, his gal Barbara, um, who you'll you'll see more of in the Miles Morales Spider-Man comic. And uh, one of my favorite characters that came out of all of Miles' stories is a character named Bombshell. She's really cool. She's got these like bomb burst powers. And uh, she has a mom who also has those powers. The mom, who editor Nicolo likes to call Momshell, uh, she <laughs> she's just a villain. She's a terrible woman, like awful. And Bombshell is trying to be a hero. She doesn't want to go down the path her mom goes down. Like I think there's a ton of story to tell with Bombshell. I hope we get to see more of her, which we will in the pages of Champions. But do you think of Spider-Man, like Peter Parker, he's got such a wonderful supporting cast. And I think what we've been able to do is really give Miles just an incredible supporting cast, but is wildly different. All kinds of different dynamics but still layered and, and wonderful and feels very authentic. Yeah, I think in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, one of the really cool things about having the different spider people there is Miles going through what he's going through and saying you don't understand, and it's a bunch of spider people who say, actually, we're the ones who do understand, but yeah. each of their stories is unique to them. But there's still that very common humanity that they share in their incredibly singular situations. Man, I love Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is just so great. Uh, but Miles has gone through some really intense stuff. But those make for great comics. Yeah. Such as his first appearance in Ultimate Fallout number four. Ultimate Comics Spider-Man issues one through five, which also started in 2011. Really terrific. Those sort of tell the story before his first appearance and into his first appearance, those early days of him in the, the Ultimate Universe, of how he got the powers, his family dynamic, his interactions with Gwen Stacy and the, being around the funeral and then the figuring out what he is and what he could do. It was really great comics. The Two Spider-Men limited series where he meets the Peter Parker from our universe, which is really important because he didn't have his Peter, his, his Peter died. He didn't have anyone to show him what was going on. He didn't have anyone to really connect with at that point. That was a, a big step. Uh, he did have, in the Ultimate Universe, there's a clone, a female clone version of Peter Parker who he does connect with a little bit. I love her. I wish she was still around. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man issues, I would say, one through six. Great primers to start with. Of course, the 2018 Spider-Man annual was really, really good. And that's a, a way to see Miles' first adventure in our universe. It really says, okay, this is how things came together. It's him sort of putting on a makeshift costume, helping out. It's a, it's a great issue. That came out this year. I would say definitely check that out. Uh, Miles is part of teams. He's part of the Champions. So he's been in the Champions book as it's been going on. And uh, we'll have a new series with that one. But that has been super fun. And, of course, he was on the all-new, all-different Avengers team. And finally, uh, I would say the Generation Spider-Man issue from 2017. We did this cool story where we got current characters to meet their older ones, uh, like their, the original versions, or go back in time. So you get a Miles 
going back to a time when Peter was a teenager and oh. meeting him. It's a really great story. There's some of my favorite comics from last year. Uh, so I definitely suggest checking out that Generation Spider-Man story. Uh, but of course, Miles also been on an animated TV show. And now Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I've seen it twice. I just absolutely love it to death. Yeah, if you have any doubts whatsoever, stop having them. You can go ahead and stop. It's you're gonna love this. It's I'm kind of still overwhelmed by how good it is. We were talking about it before, and you were saying it's a real celebration of Marvel comics, which it feels like you're inside of a comic and watching a comic come to life, and in the very best way. It's I've never seen anything like this. It's nonstop greatness and there are parts in it that really really fun easter eggs marvel easter eggs but it's a movie about miles and it's it's just excellent i i kind of wish i could just like cuddle up and live in that movie for a little while it's wonderful um it's so good yeah now if you don't have your tickets already you can go to bit.ly slash spider verse ticks easy order your tickets i am going to see it a third time at least uh, as I intro the movie for my local Alamo Draft House, give away a bunch of comics to all the kids that are there. Like, it's a great movie to bring a kid to. It's a great movie to bring a parent to. Definitely. Like, it is the definition of an all-ages film, I think. It, it, really, it really hits is. for everyone. I definitely am going to be hoping to take my 12-year-old cool cousin to see it. Her whole family is going to love it. They're a Marvel family. She's a Marvel kid, and she lives in Brooklyn much like Miles does and goes to school in Brooklyn and she's like into arts and sciences. She's a really creative type. And uh, I'm so excited for her to see it that I hope I get to see it. And if I have to see it a third, fourth or fifth time to see it with her, I will totally do it. Fair. Yeah. I like it. I want to give a thanks to our advertiser, Marvel Strike Force. For fans of the show, I'm sure you've heard us talk about the game before, but this is a mobile hero collection RPG, and they continue to host tons of really cool events and add so many characters. Download the game or launch it back up now and join the Brotherhood of Mutants event. All new characters, including Mystique, Juggernaut, Sabretooth, Pyro, and more are joining forces to try and unlock the all-powerful Magneto. And look. Marvel Strike Force lets you form squads of heroes and villains to go head-to-head with players worldwide in this action-packed, visually stunning, free-to-play game for your phone or tablet. Hashtag squad goals. With groundbreaking gameplay cinematics, your heroes unleash dynamic chain combos and team-ups with a single tap. Marvel Strike Force is available in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, so download it now for free. Marvel Strike Force. Heroes only. Download today. Uh, next week, we're going to have our first of three end of 2018 sort of recap celebration episodes. And next week's going to be games focused. So for our question of the week, I want to know what Marvel games you have been playing in 2018. Real simple. Could be everything from Marvel Strike Force to Marvel's Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 and beyond. Just let us know. Maybe you've got some retro games in there. Maybe you're, you've picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 or 2 again because you want to get ready in, in your headspace and your heart space for 3, the Black Order. Never know. Let us know. Use hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel. You can hit us up on our Facebook page. That's Facebook.com slash 
This Week in Marvel, or you can email us at twimpodcast at marvel.com. Again, that question is, what Marvel games have you been playing in 2018? And if you've only been playing Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 and haven't stopped yet, don't be afraid to admit it. We won't shame you. We yeah. understand. There's a, I mean, they keep adding content. There's more yeah. coming in December. Oh, God, we're already in December. There's more content coming soon. Watch out. January is coming soon. Oh, boy. All right. Time for our community segment. First up, we have an email this week from Lewis, and Lewis is 27. He says he listens every week whilst trying to do some movie making on the YouTube. Oh. He actually sent us a photo of a storyboard for a series he's planning on. Uh, Lewis says uh, his favorite interviews of ours were the ones that we did with Shauna McGuire and Greg Stone. I'm glad you dug those. Super Lewis. fun. Yeah. And he wants to ask, what are our predictions for Marvel's Runaways Season 2? Which is, anyone ask me what our predictions are, it's very difficult for me to answer because... We know a lot about how these stories go. Oftentimes we are reading scripts or watching episodes ahead of time because we may be interviewing people or doing extra content around stuff. So it's a little bit tough for us to answer those types of things. But I have an answer. Please. I think they're going to keep running. That's, I think, a good prediction. Yeah. Solid. But I, I think my prediction is you're going to dig the heck out of it, especially because, Lewis, you say you, you say Gert makes you laugh. And you want to see them get even more credit and just you love them. So awesome, awesome. And finally, Lewis asks, who are our favorites on the team? Um, I really like Nico. I like Chase in the comics a lot. I want to see more of Chase in season two of the show. And, I, you know, of course, Gert. Gert's just Gert. She's yeah. great. I'm going with old lace. Because I love a dinosaur, but also I was in Arsenic and Old Lace in high school. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for the email, Lewis. Thank you, Lewis. Keep going. Keep making things. And Robert, Cap Rogers 44, says, Gotta give my twin pick to Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider 2. What a twist, taking your average spider person's luck into account. They were bound to run into this kind of scenario at some point. Also love how Gwen uses her symbiote. It's pretty unique. Yeah, the way it's depicted is like... Spiders crawling over her is just lovely. Nice. Rosie Campy is a great artist. Kenneth Sanderson says, Forgive me, Ryan and Jamie, for I've never read any of the Deadpool versus books. Oh, I know what the title of the next one is going to be Deadpool versus Kenneth Sanderson. Dun dun dun. <gasps> Kenneth, let us know if you write any of the books after that. So many of them are available on Marvel Unlimited, easy to pick up and dive into. We've got one in here that we missed, but I'm not going to read it yet. It is from Dan Everett, and it is about Dan's favorite Marvel moment of 2018. We still need your favorite Marvel moments of 2018. Just in general, we're going to be pulling those for future episode. Uh, we've got a Whopper. I guess it's Whoppers. Ooh. Two-parter with C.B. Sabolsky talking about all the things that happened in Marvel and comics in 2018. So I want to have some fun community stuff from you guys, what your favorite moments of 2018 were when it comes to all things Marvel. And you can use the hashtag. Even We'll take even hashtag twim. Yeah. Our producer has grabbed that. She's sneering at me, but she's pulled it. She knows what's up. I mean, sometimes twim stands for this week in Malamutes, which I'm okay with. This week in microbiology, this week in marshmallows. This week in Miles Morales. Yes. Twim. <laughs> mm. 
On that note, we'll be back with another episode next week. Remember, it's Big Games one. Very excited. Looking forward to it. And get hyped and watch all the trailers and get more hyped. We'll be back real soon. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jamie. This is Marvel. Your universe. Your universe.